It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. area so we like to get out sometimes we live in a beautiful area um, Tampa is beautiful because Debbie has the day off because it's a bank holiday it's Columbus Day if you're wondering why people have off because some people we don't even we don't even deal with Columbus Day so often that people don't even know why we have Columbus Day off um, Columbus Columbus was supposedly the person who discovered America although he discovered it and there are people already here <laughs> so man uh, <laughs> and he was lost in about three days about from being tossed overboard because they were they were, lost. they were horrifically lost um, in any case and he didn't find this continent he found the West Indies what we call it West Indies um, but that's why you have a day off or you don't have a day off I have the day off I don't have the day off 
So we wanted to get outside and do something else, do something a little different. So we did, and here we are. We're at, um, I'm not gonna tell you, this is a super secret location. Uh, but it's a very beautiful park. None of the locals want, want anybody to know about it, so I'm not gonna tell you where it is. Uh, but it's nice, and you saw in the open video, you saw um, the view, and if you know if you know it, you already know where it is. You, you know, know the secret. You know so the secret. keep the secret. Keep the secret. I'm not going to tell you where it is. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway. Um, we don't want too many people no, to, no. to come here. It's a very no. secret place. It's a place. And it's, it, it's well hidden and it's it's awesome. Any case, um, we're going to talk about what we're going to talk about today. Oh, we're going to talk about um, something that I think that is really um, important in a lot, in, in the building, in the beginning of a lot of relationships. Uh, that often gets overlooked, often gets just pushed to the side. We didn't or pay ignored. attention to nope, it. No, sure didn't. I didn't even think about it. And and I didn't know enough to even know about it. As a Christian, <laughs> you should think about it. You should. Because not every marriage is uh, blessed to have survived it as we did. You know, you know, and the word says that you shouldn't be unequally yoked. Um, and that is an important thing and we find that a lot of people struggle because they are unevenly yoked and, and you know especially in the beginning i think that you could probably with prayer and work overcome it but i think a lot of people get blindsided by it you know they don't know what's wrong they don't know what's coming and they get blindsided by it because it's expectation because it's expectations again Yes. After that. Because we go into a relationship, uh, like you said, blindsided, but then we think that we as women think that we can change them. Oh, missionary dating. We hear that missionary dating all the time. Yeah. You know, the little Christian. The, no, no. <laughs> we hear about it all the time. The little Christian girl, you know, dates the bad boy because she can, she can fix it. She can it. change She can him. fix him. But... You, do you know how often that happens? Ninety percent of the time, never. you can't it, do it that. Never. So it, I don't recommend that you missionary date. That if, you try to date somebody and you think, if well, he will change. If Christ hasn't changed them, you're not going to change them either. And that's really the deal. If Christ hasn't changed them, you're not going to change them either. So, so missionary dating is a ridiculously bad idea for everybody concerned, mm -hmm. because even the person that you're trying to change is seeing such a negative example. Uh, what Christ is and what Christ should be and what the church should be that what you're doing is probably pushing them farther away and yeah, not and drawing them and close. not drawing them there so you're not doing them any good and you're definitely not doing yourself any good because and and I don't, I'm not going to say that it happens all the time but most of the time you are doing things that are not Christ-like with this person if you're dating an ungodly person you're going to more likely go to his his or her side. It ain't always a boy. No. It ain't always a boy. No, they're guys that do the same thing. Mm -hmm. You're going to more than likely go to their side of, of the, and just do things because how did you meet them? Yeah. You know, the, the, the perfect <laughs> example uh, or, or illustration I've seen is, is like if someone is standing in a chair, on a chair, it is almost impossible to pull somebody up onto that chair. But it's really easy 
to get pulled down off that chair. Yes. It's really easy for that to happen. That's a good example. So, so example. But that's how it really is. You know, if you think you can pull them on up onto the chair, you can. You probably can. Yeah. But they can easily, without even meaning to, really pull, pull you, you off down. that pull you off that chair and pull you into their environment. And they and they, and they may not even doing. and they may not even want to. They may not even want to, but just because of the way they, who they are and where they're and, and the way they live, they they could easily pull you down off of where you are, and then you end up like them or worse. Sometimes worse because you know the other side, and <laughs> sometimes you think this is easier. Well, you know, it's funny. I thought, you know, I just had a thought that you know, if you guys seen the movie Ray, remember that scene where um, Mary wants to try heroin. And Ray says not to, and he gets all mad at her and tells her not to, because he knows what that is. But she is insistent that she wants to that, that she wants to see what he sees, and it ends up killing her. She's never the same, and it ends up killing her. And it took it took Ray Charles a long time to to get that, you know, to get that monkey off his back. But it, at least it didn't kill him. It killed Mary. It was much worse. And he was devastated that he, was devastated. he started her on it. Because he knew what to expect. Yeah. He knew that that would happen. So he was, so when he got the call, he wasn't, he, he was saddened, but he wasn't surprised. And that's how this whole, that's another illustration of how all this can be. So if you get pulled off, off your chair, you're, you're probably going to end up in a worse place than the person that you thought you were trying to help. Debbie asked how we, how we got through it, and of course I was all um, I don't know I was I was all braggadocious. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, I asked him complaint. last night. That's how we came up with the topic. Is I asked him last night, you know, how is it that we survived, and you became a Christian? Um, no, you know, when I met him, he was not he was not a godly person. He didn't was, go to church. He didn't believe in it. I like well, no, see, that's where yeah. you, that's where you get off. I, I see. I was a good guy. I wasn't a god guy. I wasn't. I, I didn't. I didn't grow up in the church. Um, and I I am really solid in this idea of people growing up in the church is something that's going to be. I don't know the bellwether of their Christianity for the rest of their lives. No, it, it, it should give you a leg up or an advantage. But it isn't always. No. It doesn't always. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's the worst thing, depending on what church you grew up in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and how church was done where you were, you know. So I don't I don't necessarily think that that's, that's the bellwether. Um, that wasn't me. I, did, I didn't grow up in the church. Now, it wasn't that I didn't, that I wasn't a believer, but I didn't know anything. You know, how you, be, how, how you can believe and not know anything, not have any church baggage uh, I didn't have anything you know um, so maybe that was it and I wasn't a poor person even the, even though and you've seen the videos uh, I wasn't angry at God I wasn't angry at God I you know what I I, I, when he had I all wasn't the right to be. I could I could have been I could have <laughs> been the life could have you know life the life could have I mean the whole thing could have just gone another direction entirely but I wasn't mad at God you know what I, I didn't blame God I, I didn't I didn't hate Christians uh, or what they did. Um, I just didn't, you know. I just didn't. It's one. It's one of those things like food. Like you may have a food you like, and I don't like it, but I don't hate you for it. I'll go and buy it for you. Bring it to you. <laughs> I'm not gonna eat it though. 
crab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> seafood. Is you know like what? That. You know, I'm not a big you know blue crab fan or or or, or no, seafood or su- or seafood fan. But if you if you want some, I'll go get you some. Yeah. You want some? No. I'm good. <laughs> That's kind of how it was with church. Uh, when Debbie decided to go back to church after our son was born and after her father passed away, she's we've talked about that before. Um, I was all for it, really. Just do what you, you do to make you to make you feel better, to make you better. That's fine. I wasn't I wasn't excited about joining. I didn't have in my mind the expectation that we would sit there, you know, in the front row as a church family and our our son and our Sunday going to meet and close. That was not my expectation. That was not how I saw anything. Um, so I didn't I didn't have that in my history or in my, or my memory. Or as an expectation for my life, or I didn't, you know, I didn't have that as a vision for my life. I, I, I just didn't. So, um, but I didn't disrespect people who did. I thought it was, and I think it's fine. I think it's. I thought even then, it's awesome. If, that, if if that's the quality of your life and your life is good, do you rock on? I think that's. I thought I thought it was a great idea, and I think that a lot of people. I don't know if I was special. I don't know if I would consider myself special. You were different. I was different. It's you, you probably already, probably no. I was only eccentric because of how you grew up. I was perfectly normal with my friends. Uh, yes. So you grew up in a different environment. I wasn't eccentric at all. I was, I was bold and brash, and I didn't give a crap. Arsh. I was harsh. I was sarcastic because that was my friends. Because I, I really didn't like his attitude when I first met him. Nobody, nobody there liked me. John, the manager, liked me. Who brought me from the other restaurant? He was the only one. And everybody else was like crazy, really. I just do what I want. That's I, why a lot I, of them that see us now do whatever I want. They, when I started dating him, people were like, "You went out with Willie?" Yeah, yeah. As it turns, as it turns out, I was the best one of the bunch. Yeah, but you know, and now that's how it is. I'm still the best one of the bunch. Thirty years later, I'm still the best one of the bunch. Still, Linda I Cooper. Have crazy Willie. I'm still the best one on the bike. <laughs> I knew I was then, and I am now. So that you know, it's so, so. And I'm, I'm, I'm not saying we love you, Linda. That I'm just telling you because <laughs> she ain't like me either. I'll be honest. Linda ain't like me. She put up with you. Uh, well, more they, than the other. Well, they had to because John was going was going to fire me. <laughs> Linda and um, who else? And Inga and Portia. and Portia and Malone and all those people. Y'all know because y'all watch. I know y'all y'all tune in time from time from time to time. Yeah, nobody like me. Marie especially. Marie, <laughs> I know, I know, but I'm gonna tell you. But and you can't depend on somebody who who is just going, who is this kind of special. And I was kind of special. <laughs> I was kind of special. Um, not not all the good ways, but I was kind of special. But I think that that was really what the deal was, but, and I think it's because I was we were destined to do this. Yes. So you God had a plan. So we so so we, for our life. So it, maybe it was it, it wasn't ne- either necessary or even possible for me to go through what was what would have been seen by by you and your family as the normal, and your friends and our friends there at. Uh, well, your friends there at Pizza Hut. Um, the normal channels. Um, because maybe I couldn't, because maybe in order to do this, I couldn't come that direction. You know, Pastor mentioned yesterday 
that um, was it God's will that Joseph's brother sold him into slavery? Probably not. But he, but God used that, that very circuitous, bizarre route to have David be who he, who, who have, I mean, I'm sorry, to have Joseph be who Joseph ended up being. Might, might have been done differently, most certainly, but God used that route anyway. So He can take something, when you make mistakes and you make bad decisions, he can change it and make it into a positive thing. And, and maybe because I didn't go through the normal route that a lot of people think that people should go through. I didn't, I didn't again, didn't grow up in the church. I didn't, I didn't so, so thus, me not having that baggage of whatever religious baggage that people have was a benefit. Yes. Was a benefit that I didn't come to Christ until later in life. Um, so. So the first church that you came to and and I think they they probably would have understood that better than if I had started in I don't know some other church at some other time in my life. Um, so and I think that at that point I was ready because because you know what no matter how much you want it for people if they're not ready you can't change it. There's nothing you can do about there's it. Nothing there's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do about it. They they can go through the steps. They can go through the motions um, to please you, but if they're not ready. If they're not, if, if somebody's not really, really, really ready to turn their life over to Christ in a real way, it's not gonna, happen. not gonna happen anyway. It's not gonna work anyway. So they have to be ready. So I had to be a little older, possibly. I had to go through some things. I had to have some perspective, you know. And I always look, I, I look back, and I don't feel bad about it because, you know, Saul of Tarsus ended up being Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament. How did he live before? God blinded him on the road to um, Damascus. I mean, really? So, was I that bad? No. <laughs> no. I wasn't killing Christians. I wasn't, you know, and I, 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 I wasn't torturing people, and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't demeaning the church, or, or, or I, I, that, that, that wasn't me. Uh, I wasn't living what people would call a godly lifestyle. No. But still, when you learn later that, wait a minute, you weren't, you weren't like that, but you were different. It was different. So I think that, that that's a lot of it. And I, and I was ready to accept later. Yes. God had, I mean, God had a plan. That's how we were able to survive. God had a plan. And God is sovereign. And that's, that's how we were able to survive. Yes. Now, in your relationship, or relationship that you're thinking of getting in, we can't tell you what to do with the person you have. Uh, you can write us an email um, and you can ask. But I can't tell you what, we can't tell you what to do. Um, we can tell you what the word says. We can tell you that you shouldn't be unequally yoked. Um, so at least you should have a conversation. Before you get into marriage. Yeah, yeah. Possibly. I mean, you should definitely, definitely have, well, you should definitely have a conversation. It's a part. People are here. Um, and, and you shouldn't avoid it. You shouldn't avoid, you shouldn't avoid the conversation. Because it's going to be touchy and it's going to... Gonna, gonna dig into people a little bit, and it's gonna it's gonna be ouchy, uh, but you should have it because it's going. If, it, if it's especially if, if it's an important thing to you, not addressing it and is you don't want to give much up, worse. You don't want to give up your relationship with with the Lord. You don't want to do that anyway. You don't want to give you up. Don't your, do give that, that anyway. Up. So you have to have that talk. You know what is gonna happen when I want to go to church and all of this stuff like that. Because I, I think I did talk to you about it, but 
I didn't get an answer that made me think that I needed to change my whole aspect of you know our relationship. Well, because I said go. Mm -hmm. So I think she was. I, I think she was sort of loading up for a fight. I didn't give her a fight. Go. Where are you going? Cool. Did you, did you have a good time this morning? Yeah. Cool. And I and I and I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I truly meant that. I wasn't just saying that to appease Debbie. I truly meant that. Mm -hmm. And and frankly, that she met some people in, in one of those churches that that we are still great friends with now. She had a relationship with them before, and now we all have a relationship with them, and 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 and, and their and their children, and now their grandchildren. Yeah. Um, so it it, it 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 was just again, I had I had to be ready, and I just wasn't. And me, and I think doing me doing anything else before then, I don't think it would have worked out. I just don't. It had to be the right time. It had to be the right time, and it had to be not my and not our time. It had to be God's time. So there you go. But have a conversation. You have to have the conversation. And if someone isn't willing to have the conversation, then you may need to rethink. And I know this is hard sayings. You may need to really re rethink the relationship. If they're not willing to have a conversation. Now, don't think because they're not going to disagree with you right away. That that means it's the end of, is it the end of anything necessarily. But you have to have that but conversation. But if they're harsh to the point of saying... Um, well, I don't want you to go. I don't want you to to continue this crazy Christian I don't stuff. Yeah, I don't believe in any of that stuff. And then at least you got it out in the open, and then you can make a a real choice and real decision about uh, how you're going to go how you're going to go farther. Um, and you're right. And if if it, if it's harsh and, and 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 they strike out against you and Christianity and those, and those kind of things, then. You might want to think about you it. You gotta have to rethink that relationship, mm -hmm. no doubt. Um, and it's best to do it in the beginning, as early in the relationship as possible. Before you get too intimate, too close to this person, and it hurts, and you have to make a choice between them and your relationship with Christ. That's gonna be a tough one. Well, Christ wins all. The time. I mean, Christ should win all the time. He should win. But it's gonna. But you know what? You know what? And the planes are going over. So if that gives you an idea where this is, forget that you heard the plane. Just forget it. You don't hear planes. You don't hear planes. Um, but, you know, so it's super important that you have all, all the things we've talked about in all the series of our videos, which we're coming up about our second, we're coming up on our second year here in, 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 in a couple of months. So you have to really understand that the conversation has to be had. It's period. It, period. It has to be had. And then, and, and, I, and, and it may be, you may be gearing up for a fight and it may not be. Yeah. You might find someone like me who just hasn't had that experience, and and you can and it takes a, it takes a while to get used to that whole I mean that whole dynamic. So and remember that you have to live a life that you are a good reflection to them. You know, um, don't let them pull you down off that chair. You stand your ground. And don't put your hands down so that they can pull you down. They want you to be, and people want you to be up in the chair. They do. They really do. They, you know what, you know, the person that you're in a relationship wants you to be up there um, so, so you can see. They want you to be up there. Um, so go ahead and take that stand and, and take that stance, but have the conversation. The conversation.
please have a conversation. As ouchy as it's going to be, and it's going to be ouchy as heck, I'm telling you it's going to be, um, have a conversation. And be open. And listen. Don't think you have, and don't think you have to win the argument. It's not, no, it, because it's, it's, not, cause it's not an argument. It's a, conver it's a, it's a, it's a conversation. Because that way you can, you, you, everybody, everybody knows where they are. Because once they find out that you're a, you know what, a, a holy roller, <laughs> okay, maybe not a holy roller. Once they find out you're a holy roller, that may be enough for them to scurry out the door. Yeah, they may, they may, they may make the decision, decision for, for you. For y'all, so that's why you have to have a conversation. You know, if you say, I can't go out, I, I, I can't stay out late Saturday night because I gotta go to church tomorrow morning. That should perk somebody's ears up. Mm -hmm. so, so you go to church. Yeah, I've been going to church since I was little. And I go to my parents' church or whatever, or whatever the conversation is. Have it. Have it sooner than later. The sooner you have it, the sooner the that, that things are going to be the way they should be and the better. So, Okay, there you go. And if you have, but if you do have any questions, so please send me an email at wls860 at gmail.com or comment in the section below here on YouTube. We appreciate that. Uh, and no, and we're going to take a, a few more shots of this place before we go, and we're not going to tell you where it is. <laughs> and for those of, you, those of you who are who are about to get snow in about three weeks, <laughs> it sucks to be you. It's bad. It just sucks to be you. Come to Florida. I don't feel sorry no, for you. No, don't come to Florida. <laughs> Stay there in your misery. <laughs> Stay there in your misery. this is so beautiful. This is nice. I mean, this is a Columbus Day outside in short sleeve shirts, in a t-shirt. Um, and uh, in the sun, and the, the water is right over there, and uh, nice. it's nice. It is. It's, it's not beautiful. hot. It's not real hot. We're under the the, the pavilion, so it's it's it's, perfect. it's fairly comfortable here. So anyway, okay. we got to get out of here. Make yes. room for somebody else. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. For goodness' sakes, y'all take care of yourself. Yes, well, take care. I remember. We love you, love you. and there's nothing, there's nothing you, you can, can do, do about, about it. it. Peace. Peace we'll see you when we see you. Bye now. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.